0: Hello everyone, this is your homegirl Shalom saying hello from this side. How are y'all doing today and how is everything? How is your day going? Wonderful, I suppose. Well, last week I released a podcast on contentment, being the antidote for not enough in all kinds of relationships. And I remember saying it is good to practice gratitude and count your blessings even in the midst of disappointment, in the midst of grief, loss and pain and also knowing that more does not bring happiness and abundance is not the answer to not enough in your relationships and also in addition to that happiness does not come from possessions from power from fame from popularity from prestigious status i want to quote from philippians four eleven, and i'll be quoting paul here he says Not that I speak in respect of want, but I have learnt in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. It goes on in the following verse by saying, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. If you carefully look at this, line these two verses you will see that paul was trying to teach us the act and the art of being content with yourself as an individual and with your situation learning that life is full of ups and downs and things happen sometimes you have surplus sometimes it's the other way around but still even as a christian learning the art of being content is something that you have to learn is something that is part of the kingdom walk, you know. So today, I'll be talking about contentment in respect to relationships. Now, nobody can actually get exactly whom they want. And because of the way life is, if you ask most people whom they actually want to settle down with. I'm sure most people, the, the, the people they had in mind to settle down with are not the ones that they're settling down with right now. But the truth is, whichever way, they've picked one person. The key now is to make up your mind to be happy with your partner. If you know that this person, you might not do well with the person or you have your reservations. I don't advise people to enter into relationships when they have reservations. I'll tell them to just take it easy and just slow it down, baby steps. That's what does it. I mean, no rush. Like I said the other time, nobody can actually get whom they want, but they can be happy with whom they have as long as the love is genuine. So and I created this quote, I said, the right one doesn't exist, you create the right one. When two people decide to become a team, they create the right one, knowing that it takes a lot of work to make sure that our relationship works. Now. I would advise any other person going perhaps wanting to get married to know that you don't make decisions of till death do us part, like long-standing life commitments based on the emotion you're feeling. Love matures. Over time, love deepens and love takes on new forms. There's a time it's all butterflies. And that is fleeting and ephemeral that's like it doesn't last and there is a time the love deepens you know y'all after the masks, the masks are out you know and you don't have any mask anymore but you just know that both of you just love each other perhaps if you're asked to describe it you might not really be able to describe it but you know that there's just something there now your decision to marry someone should be postponed until the butterflies have gone not before because the before feeling is not a right feeling at all because it leads a lot it has led a lot of people astray because when your decision to marry someone is postponed until the butterflies have gone at that time you have decided to give time to allow real problems to develop Between both of you, you've allowed real-life situations to come in between both of you. And at that point, people want to see. Even you yourself, you want to see how you're going to handle those situations together as a team. And that's why I'll say it is better to go through difficult times together as a couple, not wedded yet... Before you decide to commit, till to till that was part like forever to your person, knowing that you're going to go through all difficult times with the person, you know. Now, there's something called emotional discontentment, and emotional discontentment stems from a lot of factors. Perhaps when s- some people, when they get married, definitely it happens with almost everybody. In fact, everyone. There's no time. You guys don't have time for each other anymore because you have kids. You have a load of work. You don't even have time because time is running out. You don't have time for even yourself. And then you begin to reminisce on the past, the good times that you've had with your partner. And for the ladies, in might start with perhaps you watching a movie and, you know, movies don't actually tell you. They don't actually depict what really happens in relationships like the way they are you know they just have happy beginnings and happy endings movies don't tell you about the messy middles and actually the messy middles are the ones that that is where the core of the job is you know and if the messy middles are not sorted out trust me there is no happy ending you know these movies are just based on illusions you know and fantasies So, perhaps you're a lady and just watched the movie at that time of your life, you know? And you know we're emotional human beings. Before you know what is going on, you're in a state of emotional discontentment, and that leads to occasional flirting, or an affair, an affair that you didn't plan for. At that time, you begin to flirt with a co-worker, or you begin to flirt with anyone, perhaps a friend, and you know that what you're doing is wrong you know but you feel that you can find this sort of perhaps fulfillment with the other person forgetting that you have a home that you worked for you have a loving family that you have that you've not fought for truth is even if you decide to have an affair and be with the other person it's the same way it works it's the same way because. If you can't stay with this person, you can't stay with that person because it's not emotion that does love. It's not love that does emotion. Whichever way you want to take it, love is a choice, a conscious decision to love someone no matter what. Not even an emotion. It's not not a feeling. It's a conscious decision to love someone. But I want quite a number of us to know one thing. When your contentment as an individual increases to a reasonable level, trust me on this one, conflicts decrease. Conflicts decrease in so much that you even get a sense of a a kind of relief on the inside. Because there's nothing you're both jostling and hustling and, you know, there's nothing you're pulling with the other person. And so I'm going to mention a few things here that would help your relationships. And I did a little research on that. And part of the things that affect relationships so much is name calling. Honestly, I've seen that play out so many times and it's really embarrassing, trust me. When I see couples who call each other names stupid, idiots, whatever the name is, whatever it is, it's so wrong especially in front of the kids it doesn't make any sense you have to stop the name calling because name calling only makes problems worse it doesn't make the situation that is on ground it doesn't settle it it only makes it worse it only makes your partner and yourself it only makes whatever is between both of you to get larger and larger until you cannot settle it secondly you need to start using positive words of affirmation. Positive words change feelings and bless partners. So speak positive things and use the words of your mouth to create positive things. Like to create positive something positive. Be positive in what you say. Don't be destructive in your criticism. Even when you're trying to correct a person. You know, you can actually create a kind of environment that you want by the words of your mouth. When you create a a, a very, very healthy and positive environment, trust me, life breeds there. Conflicts are not found there at all. And then be specific. Specifics matter at all times. Because blessings come when our attitudes are willing to go out of the door so there's nothing wrong in telling your husband oh you did wonderful today with the kids i mean it's beautiful and i'm i'm really happy to know that i married a wonderful man and i wouldn't have had asked for any other better person for the job than you thank you so much darling it means a lot there's nothing wrong in that Be specific what is that thing specifics matter a lot and the third thing is pray for greater understanding ask God to change your own heart first trust me I've heard a lot of relationship experts even some um, religious people will tell you advisors will tell you when it comes to relationships well well pray for your husband pray for your wife that God changes his heart or, or her now I will tell you from experience why don't you ask God to change your heart first why your husband why your wife why them Because actually nobody is perfect. And when you understand that nobody is perfect, trust me, you'll be able to deal with issues in a more mature way. So instead of praying and saying, no, there's nothing wrong in actually asking God to change the heart of your husband. But trust me, God is saying, oh, I should change your husband's heart. How about your own heart? How about we start with yours first? You know, And perhaps if we start with yours first, we'll see where that leads to you know eventually so start with yours first what is that thing i'm doing wrong lord change my heart perhaps if you change my heart there'll be a change I know that trust me you cannot change your partner some people have that idea in their heads that they can't change your partners you can't change your partner the only person the only being who specializes in the change of the spirit, of the nature of any human being is the almighty creator of the heavens and the earth. You can't change your partner. But you can pray for your own heart to be changed and at the same time, pray for your partner. And that does it. Another thing is, argue in a healthy way. A lot of people are not healthy at all. In fact, I found people most times to be destructive in their criticisms destructive criticisms cynicism destroys relationships in every way i mean some people can make good honest wonderful corrections without being destructive so when it comes to relationship it is good to argue in a healthy way in fact, studies show that couples with poor communication skills are some of the most unhappy people on the planet. Well, I'm not surprised. You must just learn how to communicate and there's a difference between talking and communicating. they are two entire things that they're, they are they're completely different. I could be talking to you and I would not be communicating at all. In fact, because you see on this, this side of the world. We have a sort of, because of the way we are born, a lot of people don't like opening up. But I would tell you, it is better you start practicing the art of opening up. When you open up, you learn how to talk about the way you're feeling and you learn how to argue in a healthy way. Knowing that during the arguments, I can tell you that when you're arguing with your SO, you can still hold hands. The fact that misunderstandings creep up and you guys have a tough time doesn't mean that's the end of the relationship you can still hold hands in the midst of your relationship even when you're arguing yeah i know that's a bit confusing but yes if you're really thinking it you can still hold hands and you don't have to sleep over your grudge till the next day who knows what would happen another thing is encourage one another evoke words like great job you know You did it well, I am proud of you, wow, this is wonderful, thank you, this is beautiful. Specifics, don't just keep quiet. Knowing that the other person went out of their way to make this perhaps special order for you, I think you should be grateful. Then another thing is just chat. Any moments you get with your SO, just talk. It could be anything. The more you talk, relationships where couples talk a lot like the gist, let me call it gist, but it's actually chit-chat. When they talk a lot, it gets better by the day. Then that thing that they've been wanting to talk about all along, after a while it becomes easy to just chip in and then you watch the reaction of your spouse. So I would say just chat with your partner. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, just chat with them. It could be anything, anything at all. It doesn't mean it has to be heavy. Your conversations don't have to be heavy. It could be something silly. It gets both of you closer. And the closer a couple are, but emotionally and physically, trust me. Conflicts decrease and contentment heightens. So, Also, it is good to give the people you love a reality check. Let them know that they are not in the world of illusion, but that you actually love them just the way they are and not the other way around. Also, expectations pave the path of misery. Pretending you can have it all. Nobody can have it all. So, know that expectations ought. And so, expectations bring false hopes. And when there's false hopes, trust me, you don't have to hope in something that you can't even... You don't even know whether it's coming or not. So don't expect anything because your partner might not always be there. You know? So contentment requires lower expectations, knowing that you're building an infrastructure that accounts for the differences in both people. When you're content, you're building an infrastructure, a kind of building that accounts for your differences as individuals. And talking about hard things, talk about issues. That hurts you, with your SO, and finally know that stuff—the good things of life, like those things that you think they call cool, you have money, you have this, you have that—stuff isn't really the answer to not enough in relationships. But abundance is, and ab- excuse me, abundance is not the answer to not not enough in relationships, but contentment. That act and of Being satisfied with oneself and situation is the answer. Well, thank you so much, guys. I'll welcome questions, observations, comments, whatever it is. Thank you so much. This is still your homegirl saying hello. Saying bye.